0: Let's begin! This episode is sponsored by Formatted Books. Formatted Books is a book design company for independent authors who want to see their written work come alive. Formatted Books, where authors go pro. Hello listeners, the RV is back on the road again, headed to Sweden to chat with Ulis Karlsson. Ulis is an author, ascension guide, spiritual teacher, and yoga therapist. Ulis, welcome to the RV.
1: Thank you so much, Lucia, and thank you for having me. Looking so much forward to this talk with you.
0: Yes, I was looking forward as well. So, Ulis, are you in Sweden now?
1: Yes, I'm in Sweden right now. I'm in a place called Öland, that's a big island in the south of Sweden, but I'm from Stockholm, the capital in Sweden.
0: I saw the pictures and it looks just beautiful.
1: It is amazing. It is amazing in the summertime because the sun never sets. And in the wintertime, we have this northern light that is uh, like famous all around the world. So it is a beautiful country. It's uh, everything from mountains to lakes to long coastline and, uh, you know, serene forests. So it's beautiful.
0: And what is your favorite thing about Sweden?
1: My favorite thing about Sweden must be that it's uh, you can actually go to the northern parts of Sweden and you don't meet anybody. You can drive your car for hours and hours and hours and you don't meet anybody. So it's not so many people that live here. That's one, one of my favorite things. And then we have the archipelago which there are only like three countries in the world that has this kind of archipelago that Sweden has, and I just love it.
0: Wow, that sounds fabulous. It is, thank you. Ten years ago, you went through a sickness that almost cost your life, is it correct?
1: Yes. And can you share with us what happened? Yes, I can, thank you for asking. So, so I've been, um, I, I've had sleeping disorders for like decades and my sleep went so poor. So in the end I was only sleeping 15 minutes per night. And, um, so I was really depressed. I was burnout and my cognitive abilities were really affected and, uh, yeah, I was on the on the edge of committing suicide since my, you know, poor, poor sleep, only 15 minutes per night. So this was uh, culminating in the year of 2008, where I also, you know, the, I, I was in a divorce and uh, family members died. So this all culminated in the year 2008. And I was I was really, really bad um, really sick. So uh, I'm happy actually to be here and to be alive.
0: Did you try to go to the doctor? Did you try any medication?
1: Oh, I tried. I tried it all. I I went to so many doctors, and I got medication for sleeping disorders, for insomnia, for panic attacks, for depression, for all these other weird symptoms that I had. So I went to doctors. I went to stress rehabilitation. I went to some kind of light treatment for the eyes. I did so many things, and all these doctors, they just, you know, prescribed a lot of medications and more pills, and my whole cabinet was full with these pills. And I was standing every morning with these pills in my hand, thinking, is this the day that I will commit suicide? And I really didn't want to take too many of the pills because even though that I was, you know, hitting rock bottom i was really in a bad shape all these pills made me feel even worse actually and i wanted to know the root cause behind my depression and my suicidal thoughts like not only to to patch it up but to really transform why did i become so sick so uh, and i'm i'm writing about it in my book it's called 247 am The journey home to my heart and this book is even though that i'm a swede it's written in english because um, my writing coach at the moment she, she said to me you really must write this book in english so it can inspire you know readers from all over the world readers that suffers from mental illness or people who live with people who suffers from mental illness Because it's still a disease, even though it's like 2021, it's a disease where a lot of people feel a lot of shame and guilt for being depressed and for being burned out. And here in Sweden, there are so many people that are burned out and it's still, uh, it's not taboo because we are many that are talking about it, but it's still a, a disease that makes you feel isolated and, you know, not good enough. And uh, so there's a lot of stigma to this kind of uh, illnesses, mental illnesses as well.
0: Yes, and it's very common to feel guilty about being depressed. And I think we have been conditioned to believe that if there is something wrong, we are a burden to other people and not
1: someone in need of help. And many people associate it with, as you say, like a mental illness and with, with our thoughts and for me as, as a yogi it is all interconnected so it's both of course on a mental level it's also on a physical level with all these weird symptoms like stress symptoms and depression and it's also on a very spiritual level and soul level so it's it's in so many dimensions where they're all entangled and most of the time, actually, my both my own experience and my professional experience is that the soul is aching and longing for a different kind of lifestyle. And so it makes you sick in a depression or a burnout or things like this, because then it's um, it's like from from chaos comes order. So this is a way for you to be more aligned with who you are at a soul level. But of course, when you you know when you're depressed and when you only sleep 15 minutes per night, as I did for a very long time, and I always woke up at this time in the morning, two, four, seven a.m. I woke up with this horrifying and terrifying nightmares that I was being murdered and slaughtered every night. So it was like blood splattering in these 15 minutes of sleep. So. Um, for me uh obviously this was like an opportunity for a new life it feels like i've been close to death which i have and so it's it's another chance for another life for me and that's why i think it's so important also to share it with others because when you are in it you feel that you are so lonely and you feel separated and you feel myself i had a lot of self-hatred and a lot of disdain and contempt for myself and you don't have anybody to talk to about it so for me it's also important to share this with others that there is a way out you know and you're not alone and this is actually a disguised gift this disease is actually a disguised gift for you to It's like a wake-up call for you to do something else and something that is more aligned with who you are at the soul level.
0: And you wrote about this in your book, 2.47 a.m. As you said, you usually woke up at this time. But for you,
1: what is the significance of
0: 2.47 a.m.?
1: 2.47 a.m., the red digital numbers light up my eyes. Where am I? I breathe in total panic. I'm gulping for air. I can't seem to get any air at all. It feels like I'm going to die. So 2:47 a.m. is the time where I woke up every night for many decades after only sleeping 15 minutes. And I know it's 15 minutes because when I looked at the alarm clock with the red digits, it was 2:32 when I fell asleep. And then these 15 minutes I every night as i just already mentioned i was murdered and tortured and slaughtered every night and blood splattered it was just different sceneries and different ways that i was being murdered but every night i had this for decades so 15 minutes of sleep uh, and not even going down into the deep sleep um That was what I had for many, many years and what caused me to go so deep within my depression and how I how I was at the time. And now, you know, when I when I'm through when I'm through this 247 is actually the time uh, as a spiritual awakening. So I was waking up every time 247, which symbolically is the awakening of spiritual awakening. And it's also the time for the liver. And the liver uh, contains a lot of unresolved anger. Absolutely.
0: Sleep deprivation takes a sharp toll on the human brain and body. It's all connected. And then after this book, you wrote more books. Can you tell our listeners about them?
1: Yes. Thank you, Lucia. So um, I wrote three books in a year, like last year. And... uh, The book that was published last year is called Holy F dot 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 and sacred water and the secret connections to everything. And this is actually a channeled book and it is it is a book that contains both uh, ancient wisdom, conspiracy theories, taboo topics and scientific information. So this book will either have you. Say dot 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 yeah, or it will piss you off, or maybe both. And so it presents the other narratives than you we are being presented by in the mainstream media today. And by its readers, it is said to be the book of the year.
0: That's amazing. Congratulations, Uli. And you are a yoga teacher and yoga therapist. What is the difference between the two?
1: Thank you. So a yoga teacher for me uh, is somebody that is holding classes and, uh, and maybe educations or whatever. A yoga therapist is also somebody that has more training in yoga myself I have more than 28 years of uh, studying yoga and other holistic disciplines so a yoga therapist is also someone that works you know one-to-one like you could come to me if you had sleeping disorders or if you are depressed or if you have you know migraine or whatever and then I will tailor made your yoga and your yoga practice what you need to do so this is also what I do, uh, like it's one-to-one coaching, and I have clients all over the world with this yoga therapy. Because also I, I have because my own illnesses, you see, my own depression, caused me to develop a yoga that I was not on the market because all the yoga out there at the time was very masculine and very hard, and if you had too much pain in your body, like mental, physical, or in your soul body. And all the yoga at the market at the time was too heavy or you could go into backlash that you could have more sleeping disorders, more pain in the body or whatever. So I've developed yoga for empaths and highly sensitive persons, which is really, really beautiful, regardless of if if you are an empath or not.
0: That's interesting. So a new type of yoga, I... Uh, After I wanted to send me an article about it, I can also publish something about it for you. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you, Lucia. Yes, it's beautiful because there's so many people today, especially today with the times that we are in also that are so stressed. And so it takes some time for the stressed people to come down into the parasympathetic nervous system because many people are always in the sympathetic nervous system so this yoga is really really beautiful it's not so much about the asanas the positions but it's so much more about the breath and the breath in swedish is on the and that literally means to connect with the spirit so it's so much about the breath and going into your subconscious mind to resolve all these inner and unexplored Mm -hmm. emotions or trauma that might be lying in your energy system which I had and that caused me to be so sick as I was.
0: So from a yogic perspective you mentioned that we are currently in a global mass awakening. Can you elaborate on what that means
1: Ulysse? Yes thank you Lucia. So for me for me everything is energy like this heartfelt conversation that we have now that is energy every thought that i'm having is energy and everything internal and external is energy and they're always mirroring each other and what we see from my perspective which i'm also writing about actually in a swedish book so it's about embracing feminine leadership where i mention uh, and write about what i call the unconscious feminine essence and the unconscious masculine and we all have it regardless of what kind of gender we are in it's yin and yang and what we what we see in the world today with, with the corona and all this craziness that is going on externally it is very much in the immature and unconscious masculine energy it is very penetrative And very abusive and as we are in this in the collective it's a low frequency it is a low vibration so we need to wake up we need to wake up as i did you know in my book 247 as i'm writing about in a very vulnerable space because we have to shift our own inner darkness our own inner fears and insecurities and worries with a low kind of density a low kind of energy and we need to transform it into a higher vibration a higher energy so we as men and women can live in the conscious feminine essence and the conscious masculine essence and and there uh, we are not ruled anymore by fears as we have been for thousands of years then it will be love so we are shifting from these lower lower energies of fear fear-based fear-based narratives fear-based uh we're going to be sick we're gonna we need this jab or whatever whatever and it is all fear-based and that is a low frequency a low energy and the while we are having it we are not going to wake up so we need to wake up and maybe look at other narratives such as we are writing about in this holy f dot 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 and sacred water because it is each and one of us with our own energetic signature that is contributing to the collective consciousness so it's all about raising consciousness raising vibration and energy and it is an inside job so the world that i want to see and to create a better world it starts with me i need to deal with my own inner garbage so to speak so this is what i mean well that we are in a mass awakening and in the yogic perspective and you know people like uh, indians and and uh, native people they have been talking about this for thousands of years that this is will be the time there will be a time where you know the maya calendar ended at 2012 And it was said to be the end of the world as we know it, and it is, but it's not the end of the world as such. It is the end of our big egos and wounds that are accumulated in each individual, which cause this everything that we see in the external world, like all this pollution that we are creating to Gaia, and so on, so on. I could go on and talk about this forever. So, this mass awakening that we are in, this fear-based with corona and with a jab it's only for you and i to wake up and to become more conscious and on a related
0: note you are also a co-author of a swedish anthology about embracing feminine leadership what is
1: feminine leadership like in sweden it's very low it's uh, as i was just saying collectively the feminine leadership around the Western world is very low. It's very immature. It's very unconscious. It's very, it's not sustainable because we are in the low, lower frequencies, the lower vibration. Like I can, I can give an example of the unconscious feminine essence. It can be like manipulation. That is a lower essence of the unconscious feminine and we see it everywhere you know in politics in all of this about with corona uh, in in relationship we see this kind of manipulation everywhere and that is a low frequency and unconscious essence of the feminine and an unconscious essence of the masculine can be this abusive this penetrative behavior taking without consent that we also see regarding where we are in the world at this moment. So the way I see it is that we, sadly enough, have a very poor, very limited feminine uh, consciousness today. And for me, this is what this whole mass awakening that we were just talking about is about, to wake up the conscious feminine, which is all about love. And compassion not the separation that we are in uh, due to fear fear fear-based narratives and also the mature the conscious essence of the masculine is needed for us to be the whole yin and yang for us to be balanced and aligned and that is clarity to have this clarity to cut through all the bullshit that is surrounding us on the external and also all the bullshit that we keep telling ourselves in our internal realms so yeah there's room for improvements
0: and do you believe that this imbalance is causing all these problems that we are having like covid and
1: floodings and like
0: the planet is asking for help
1: for sure for sure because we are natural beings we are one with Gaia the same elements that we see out there in the outer realms the earth the water the fire the air are the same elements that we consist of because the the outer realms is only mirroring our inner realms so there are the collective are so unbalanced with the feminine and the masculine and with all these elements that the Majority of the people of the human beings are so imbalanced within themselves, so this is mirrored in the outer realms and also Gaia's way, as you're saying, Lucia. It, it is Gaia's way to she is tired, and I've felt her tiredness in my own body for a very long time. She's fed up with us because she can survive, she has been here for millions of years before humans came. But we cannot survive without her. She's the great mother. And all this polluting her and cutting down rainforests, killing her animals, her children, done by human beings. And this is only, I mean, we human beings, we are brilliant. We are truly brilliant. And we are creators. We come from source. But We are so polluted by our own thoughts and fears and and unresolved traumas and stress. So we project it outwards. We consume a lot and we treat others with no respect. So it is all being mirrored. What we see in the outer realm exists in ourselves. And that is why it's so important to clear your own inner sacred water as we write about in the book. That's true. And as
0: Pope Francis said, we cannot pretend to be healthy in a world that is
1: sick. So many people in the Western world, we are not healthy. We are overweight. We are obese. We are distracted and numbing ourselves with everything from drugs, medications, work, sex, alcohol, food. So there's millions of things that are distracting us from ourselves from going inwards so many of us we have our focus out here like we want to have better jobs more money better cars newer kitchens bigger boobs so we have the focus out here instead we need to turn the focus inwards because that's where the solution is and when i am balanced This is the energy and the frequency that I bring out to the collective.
0: Yes, and as you said, a change has to come from within. It's very well said. It
1: is. It is an inside job and it's each and one's responsibility to deal with it, to transform. And one way to transform it is to see it, to feel it to embrace it and acknowledge it because when you are watching your own inner wounds I mean you feel the fears or the pain that you have suppressed from previous situations or events in in this lifetime or in other lifetimes then you transform it the energy shifts and you make more space for more consciousness so it's like you know like like a garden with But there's only weed in the garden. The garden is full of weeds. So how can you put a new seed? How can you plant a new seed if the garden is full of weed? So you need to pull up the weed with its roots. You need to remove all these things that are unresolved within you. Remove it with its roots. So you have space for other things. Because we cannot change the world out there. We cannot change the outer climate. We cannot change that I want you to do this unless it starts with me I need to be like Nelson Mandela is saying be the change you want to see so it all starts within
0: out of curiosity
1: now how many hours you sleep a day now maybe I sleep four four hours a night mm-hmm. but uh, I've created a life so I do a lot of Like my time is my time and I am out in nature every day. I meditate and do my own yoga every day and I only work. (laughs) I love my work, but uh, it's also when I work a lot with people, I'm also an introvert. So I need a lot of me time, a lot of space for myself and out in nature. So I'm not anxious about my sleep now. I'm not worried and I'm not sick anymore anymore. But I sleep like four hours per night. But that's a lot for me. That's a that's lot. That's a lot compa- yeah, compared to 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> yes, for sure. I need eight hours of sleep. Otherwise, I feel really exhausted.
1: Yeah, I would love to sleep more, but um, I don't do that right now. And I'm very affected also by this collective fear and and that we're you know with what's going on in the world i can i can feel it uh and even though that i try to shield myself i never watch any news or anything but uh, i'm i've been very affected by all these fears that is in the collective field so it has affected my sleep as well but i'm I I feel happy, I feel healthy, so I'm not sick or worried anymore. That's a blessing. And Uli,
0: where can our listeners find you and, of course, your book?
1: Thank you. So my English website is www.ulliskarlsson.com. So it's U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-O-M.com. Ulliskarlsson.com. And I'm on Facebook uh, with the same name, Ullis Carlson, And I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. And my books are on Amazon.
0: Okay. And do you have Instagram?
1: I also have Instagram, yes. So um, there my name is uh, Ulrika Ullis Carlson. So it's U-L-R-I-K-A. Ulrika, it's an old queen's name and means magnificent. So Ulrika is my name, Ulrika. And then Ullis, U W L I S Carlson K-A-R-L-S-O-N on Instagram.
0: Awesome. And it was very nice to talk to you. You are now inside your RV and maybe you can come next time to talk about your adventures.
1: Yes, I can. Yes, uh, we just bought it. So it's like two weeks old and I I love it.
0: Mm -hmm. It's freedom
1: for me to have a life a minimalistic lifestyle where you you know my mission is to be happy and to to guide others into inner happiness as well
0: if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted please rate this podcast and share it with your friends thank you for listening And remember, relationships don't exist, relating does. Until next time.